Hi, everybody. Richard Roberts here, and welcome to the Expect a Miracle podcast. I was driving my car the other day here in uh, Tulsa, and I passed a sign on the side of the road that said, Accept Miracles. And I slowed down to read it, and I thought, what? Accept Miracles? I don't want to accept miracles. I want to expect miracles. And I thought to myself, wow, that's really weird. Accept Miracles. And I thought, no, it ought to be expecting miracles. Then I got another idea. When I came home and told Lindsay about it, she said, yeah, I understand how you feel about accept miracles and expect miracles. But after you expect miracles, you have to accept them. And then she reminded me of something that my father, Earl Roberts, said to me many years ago. He said, miracles are coming towards you or they're going past you every day. You have to reach out and take them. The Bible says the violent take it by force. Now, that's not in the violent way in which we, we hear in the news today. I'm talking about violent in your faith. So I want to go from expecting miracles to accepting them into my life. When I was a boy, my father conducted a crusade in Miami, Florida, and it was a very uh, turbulent time in Miami. Um, they made him stand before a district judge in court and swear under oath and sign an affidavit that he did not have anything up his sleeve when he prayed for people. It sounds funny now, but it wasn't funny then. This was in the 1950s. And there was an atheist group in Miami who vowed to shut down the crusade and perform what they called in those days a citizen's arrest upon my dad. And they were saying they were coming that night. Well, my father had a my father and my mother had a custom with our family whenever we children were traveling with them, which which we were at that time. They would rent two hotel rooms with an adjoining door, because at three o'clock in the afternoon he would shut himself off in one room and take a short nap and then pray and study and prepare for the night service. And during that time, my mother and my sister and I had to go into the other room and be very quiet, and we were used to that because we had done it for a long time. And this particular afternoon, he was very concerned because he knew that there was a possibility he might be arrested that night. Obviously, they couldn't, uh, they couldn't keep the, make the charges stand, but still, if he were, had been arrested on a citizen's arrest, the word would have gotten on the wire services. There was no internet in those days. And the news would have gone all over the world. Earl Roberts arrested. He was very, very concerned about it. He laid down in the bed to take a short nap and fell asleep when suddenly he was awakened by a hand on his shoulder. He sat up thinking it was my mother, but my mother wasn't there. She was in the next room with us. It was the Lord. The Lord came into his room and said to him, Oral Roberts, expect a miracle. Think about that for a minute. Oral Roberts, expect a miracle. Well, he changed his message that night, and that's what he preached. He preached a message called Expecting Miracles. And the atheist group never showed up <laughs> for even the rest of the crusade. They, they didn't show up, and thousands and thousands gave their hearts to the Lord, and many received healings during that week. Years later, after I grew up, and he had told me this story, he said, the Lord said something in addition to that that day. He said, expect a new miracle every day. Now, as I said, he had taught me miracles are either coming towards you or they're going past you every day. And when I drove by that sign and saw accept miracles, 
the first thought I had was, well, you know what? We live in a world where people just accept things as they are. You know, okay, sirrah, sirrah, what will be, will be. I can't help it. I was born this way. I'm this way. I can't change. Nothing ever changes. Nothing ever works out for me. And that's not true. You can expect a miracle. And that phrase caught on in Christian charismatic circles around the world. And people began to say, expect a miracle, expect a miracle, expect a miracle. I grew up expecting miracles. I'm looking forward to a miracle happening every day in my life. I'm expecting a miracle today. And I think you ought to too. I believe in miracles. That's what Catherine Kuhlman used to say to me. You may or may not know, but I traveled with her for several years before she passed. And it was a tremendous experience. Much of what I know about the word of knowledge came from Catherine Kuhlman. And after my dad um, stepped down as president of the university and after I took over that job, he moved to California. And um, we would go out periodically to visit with him. And on one of those trips, we had all three of our children with us. And Lindsay said to me, Where, where's Catherine Kuhlman buried? And I said, well, I think she's buried up in Los Angeles uh, in, uh, at Forest Lawn. And we were about 40, 50 miles away where my mother and dad were living at the time. And um, she said, would you take me up there? I'd like to visit her grave. And I said, sure. And we had rented a Suburban because <laughs> we had three kids and we had a nanny traveling with us. And so there were, there were uh, six of us. And we drove up to Los Angeles uh, over to Forest Lawn. I didn't know there were several Forest Lawns. I just only heard of one. And so we went over to the one in Burbank. And I knew the Burbank area because back in the 70s, we used to do our television programs right down the street at NBC, just around the corner from the Walt Disney Studios. And I thought, well, I know where that is, so I'll drive around uh, to that uh, cemetery. And so I went into the office and, and said, hello, I'm, I'm uh, Dr. Richard Roberts. Uh, uh, I've come to visit Catherine Kuhlman's grave. And they said, well, we're so sorry uh, she wasn't buried here. She was buried at the other forest lawn. I said, there's another? She, or the, the lady said, Yes. And I said, well, where is it? She said, it's in Glendale. Well, I knew the Glendale area that's over by where um, Glendale, Pasadena area, that's over not too far from the Rose Bowl. And I had been at several Rose Bowl games over the years. So I, I said, I, I can find that. So we drove over to what I discovered was the main forest lawn, which was over in Glendale. And it's on kind of a mountainside, if you've ever been there. It's, it's huge. It's, it's mammoth. There are tens of thousands of graves. And so we parked the car and I went inside to the office and found the manager and told him who I was and that I'd come to visit Catherine Kuhlman's grave. And he said, well, Mr. Roberts, I'm so sorry, but at the request of the family, we're not allowed to give out the location. And I thought, really? And I said, well, I had traveled with her. He said, well, I understand that, uh, but uh, I'm not allowed to give out the location. And I thought, well, okay, I'm just going to accept it. <laughs> I got back out in the car. And I told Lindsay, Lindsay is a wasted trip. Uh, just have to accept the fact that they're not going to show us where it is because the family has requested that nobody knows. And she said, well, start driving. I'll find it. I said, Lindsay, there are tens of thousands of graves here. How would we ever find one single grave? She said, expect a miracle. So... The man of faith, the big man of faith that I am, you know, I started driving. And if you've ever been at Forest Lawn, it goes around and around and around kind of up the hillside. <laughs> and we kept driving and I kept shaking my head, you know, uh, 
and we drove and, and she said, well, just keep going higher and higher. We kept going around this mountain and up, up higher and higher and higher. We got up near the top and she said, stop the car. I said, okay. She said, this is where it is. She's buried right behind that wall. And there was a big door with a big gate. And you could see it was kind of like a grotto where, where there were probably graves behind a wall. And I said, why are we stopping? She said, because she's buried right there. I said, how do you know? She just said, I just know, expect a miracle. So she and I got out of the car and the kids stayed in the car. And right in front of that big door, there was a fountain. And uh, there was a, a statue there. And there was a man sitting on the edge of the fountain. He was uh, obviously uh, crippled. Uh, he was in, he had uh, metal crutches on his legs. And uh, we walked over and Lindsay said to him, Catherine Kuhlman's buried right behind that wall, isn't she? And he said, yes, ma'am, she is. And he said, today is your lucky day. I've got a key. I, I, I was absolutely speechless. I was ready to accept the fact that we couldn't find it. But Lindsay was expecting a miracle. We went over to that door and he very, took him a while to get over there, but he un unlocked the gate and he stepped back and I opened that door and I looked in and there were several hundred graves in that little grotto type area. And I saw one that was flat and it was shining. And Lindsay said, that's it. And we walked in the door and stood there for a moment and looked. And then we turned around to thank the man and he was gone. I looked at Lindsay. She looked at me. I said, where'd he go? She said, I don't know. I walked back through the door. I looked. There's no way he could have gone anywhere that fast. It took him a long time to get from the, the edge of the fountain to the door. I said, Lindsay, we've been in the presence of angels. An angel opened this door for us. There's no way this man could have escaped. He couldn't have gotten anywhere. There was no other car, and there was no way for him to get down those stairs easily. The hair on the back of my neck stood up. He was gone. I'm convinced that that man was an angel. And we went on into that special place and walked over to that shining grave. And it said, Catherine Kuhlman, I believe in miracles. No date, just Catherine Kuhlman, I believe in miracles. And Lindsay said, uh, would, you, would you video this? I want, to get down, I want to get down and pray over it. And she did. I still have the video on my phone. And that day I said, I'm never going to just accept things the way they are again. I'm going to expect miracles. I learned a great lesson that day. And I'd like to teach you that lesson today. Miracles are either coming toward you or they're going past you every day. Reach out and say, I want mine. Expect a miracle. And Father, in the authority of Jesus' name, I set my faith with everybody watching today. I come against the satanic roar of Satan who comes but for to steal, kill, and destroy. I come against it in the authority of Jesus' name. I bind it. I rebuke it. And I command Satan to loose his grip. It may be sickness, it may be disease, it may be fear, it may be doubt, it may be worry, it may be anxiety, it may be depression or discouragement or something else. 
I bind that in the name of Jesus. I rebuke it and I pray for the devil to take his hands off of you now. And I send the word of God to you for healing from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. Remember the Bible tells us in Psalm 107 verse 20, he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. And so right now in this podcast, I send the word to you. And friend, there is no distance in prayer. He's right here where I am and he's right there where you are. I send the word to you for healing in every area of your life. Hallelujah. And I believe it. And let me leave you with this thought. Today, start expecting miracles. This is Richard Roberts. God bless you. I'll see you next time right here on Expect a Miracle Podcast. Real miracle living is living every day in the abundant life Jesus came to give you. In Richard's three CD set, The Miracle Living Series, Richard dives into God's Word to give you insight and understanding so you can take hold of one, supernatural healing, unlocking biblical health and wholeness. Two, the power of the Holy Spirit, how to get ahead in life. And three, the increase principle, seeing everything as a seed. Go to richardroberts.org or call 1-844-828-1412. It's time for you to see who God created you to be and live the abundant life Jesus came to give you.